Let's take a little time and talk now about the state that we are living in. Political, spiritual, maybe some life. While you are listening to Phyllis Faber. Pastor Jonathan Mason, and I want to welcome you into the pastor's office. I have missed you uh, for the last couple weeks. One week is what I want to call self-care, and we're going to be talking about that this year, by the way. Uh, It's not something I've necessarily embraced throughout my life, but now that, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm a little more mature, uh, I recognize that self-care is critical uh, to long-term survival. Uh, And so we missed one week because, you know what, I just needed a break. Uh, And then the next week, uh, we were hampered by snow. First of all, I'm not mad about the snow piece because I'm just thankful some snow fell to the ground. I don't know what happened to the winters of my youth when there were three and four feet of snow on the ground. I got a young man in here that, that, that serves as my producer for the show. His name is Chris. Chris, have you ever seen three feet of snow anywhere? He just shakes his head. I know you can see him shaking his head across the air. Thank you very much. But he's never seen three feet of snow. Never. I've seen four and five feet of snow growing up in Abington. And guess what? We still went to school. We still, the kids today, they get out of school before a snow flake hits the ground. Somebody's got to help me. I don't understand what we're doing today. All right, that's not what I'm here for. But listen, I'm just happy to be back. I know you can hear the excitement in my voice. And one of the things we like to do here in the pastor's office is we love to support new, small, boutique businesses. We want to help them grow. We want to help them thrive. Uh, I can tell you as an entrepreneur myself uh, that the support of my community— uh, the support of all of you that are listening out there and in Philadelphia and the surrounding areas and even internationally and in other states with our app and 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 uh, online, I appreciate you. You're helping our business to grow. Uh, and one thing I absolutely believe is that it's our job to help other businesses to grow. And to that end, I want to invite into the pastor's office. For the very first time, uh, a young North Philadelphia native, mother of three, whose experiences have led her to start her own business. Uh, I'm going to let her tell you her story. But one thing I love to hear and I love to read is that I started the business while I was working for somebody else. But now I'm full time in my own business. What a blessing. And that's what you're going to hear today. Let me welcome into the pastor's office, Bessie Lee Capel. Bessie Lee Capel, welcome into the pastor's office. 
Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm sorry you had to wait so long for me to do that intro, but I haven't talked to my peeps in two weeks, so I'm kind of excited to get back in front of them. So my apologies. It's okay. No problem. So so first of all, I've got to tell you something. Uh, 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 your son is going to be an amazing and great man because he has a blessed name. Uh, your baby boy's name is Jonathan, uh, and, and my name happens to be Jonathan, so I, I I love him already. And and not only is he going to be great, but he was the inspiration for your business. Tell our listeners about it. Yes, that's correct. So um, just like the Reverend said, Reverend Mason, I am Bessie Lee Capel, um, and I am a Philly native. I uh, started out um, my career as um, a social worker for the city of Philadelphia. Did that for 10 years. Um, I'm still a licensed social worker. Um, but just a little over two years ago, I decided to pursue my entrepreneur journey full time. Um, Jonathan is the uh, inspiration for the journey. Um, I have three children, and my oldest, um, my only daughter, she's 15. My uh, oldest boy is 11, and Jonathan is the baby. He's five. So, you know, it, it was just really um, a new experience for me um, with Jonathan because he was my first uh, NICU baby, which meant that he required a lot more attention. He had respiratory issues when he was born. So um, having a, a NICU baby and having a new experience as a parent brought about a lot more chaos in my life, especially having, you know, now I'm going from two kids to three children. Of course, you know, things become a little more chaotic. So um, with that being said, I uh, discovered that it was something that I needed as a parent that I couldn't find on the market. And as a result, I became solution focused and started creating those things. As time went on and Jonathan required um, things of his, his own that I couldn't find on the market um, I started creating more products and uh, that would be for his betterment. And that's what actually started brewing um, my business, the Baby Bottle Brush Bill Company. So, so I smiled, I chuckled when uh, I read your story because it, it says that unlike your other two children, uh, uh, Jonathan, um, and Jonathans are always different. I just want you to know that. Uh, but Jonathan uh, uh, wanted the bottle and wanted pacifiers. Uh, yeah. And so, uh, and that's not normally the case uh, uh, with an infant that you bring home, but, but he was already into the bottle and the pacifier. So yeah. tell me what the challenges were you saw with that and how you strive to make that experience for him better. Yeah, so um, because he was a NICU baby, he was already used to, he was on the feeding tube for quite some time. And um, since he had to stay in the hospital for a few days um, after my release, they automatically gave him a pacifier. And then to wean him off the feeding tube, they started weaning him through um, a bottle. So my first two children went straight to the breast. They had no issues. Um, they weren't NICU babies. I could take them straight home after the, you know, after the hospital stay. So they were they were completely different. Um, because Jonathan was already adapted to those those things, the pacifier in the bottle, that's all he would accept. When I brought him home and I tried to breastfeed him, he didn't want anything to do with it. So I had to pump and feed him through a bottle, which was new for me. Um, my first two stayed breastfed up until six months of age. Um, and so I, was, I wasn't I was used to, like, constantly wash the bottles, especially at the newborn stage. 
Um, going back to work after having Jonathan, you know, I'm off from maternity leave now. He's in daycare. I have to pump around the clock, so I make sure he have enough bottles in daycare. And I'm pumping at work now, something different. And I'm just having these water stains on my clothes, on my blouse, and I'm not used to it. The professionals around me aren't used to it. And I'm like, okay, there has to be a solution. So I go to Target, go to Walmart. I'm looking for bottle brushes that, you know, has like maybe a less splashback on it. And I'm reading some of these, these details in the packages, and some of them are saying reduce splashback. So I'm like, oh, this is an issue. Um, other than that, it wouldn't be on the packaging of the brush, right? So I buy this really expensive brush thinking it's going to reduce the splashback. And, in fact, it made the splashback even worse because it was a better brush with harder bristles. So it was a bigger splashback when I'm washing the bottles and pulling the brush out the bottle. Mm. So I said, okay, let me see if they have like a barrier or something I could put around the brush that kind of acts as a shield that divides the bristles, you know, from me, from the water that's going to hit me. Couldn't find anything, so I decided to go to Five Below, make a shield myself out of a yoga mat. And I said, oh, okay, this is actually kind of working. I mean, it was big and bulky, and it was kind of tacky looking, but it kind of worked. Um, and after that, that's where, you know, I started thinking, while well, Will started spinning, like, hold on, I can actually create a product, because if I'm going through this issue, there has to be other mothers going through this issue. So I go and I turn to Amazon, turn to the internet, and I see on the reviews of many brushes, um, parents complaining like, is there a better way to reduce the splashback? So that's when I realized, okay, I need to create this for all the parents. And so and so, what did you do? I created um, a silicone barrier that goes around um, almost every bottle brush is universal. And it's called the brush bed. So it's a silicone circular barrier that goes around bottle brushes to prevent the splashback on it. That's called the brush bed. That was my first baby that I birthed in my journey, my entrepreneur journey. Um, later on down the line, uh, my pacifier baby, he started developing this rash on his neck that I couldn't get rid of. Took him to the ER multiple times. And the doctor said, well, you know, this is like a, a bacteria. It's like, you know, eating away at his neck. You need to keep it, you know, dry. And I'm like, well, how do I do that when he still doesn't have head control or neck control yet? Um, in the folds of his neck, I'm keeping it clean. I'm trying to keep it dry. He's in daycare, you know, but I don't know what else to do because I'm doing everything I can do from a working mom perspective, right? Um, I had some relatives go to the daycare, change out his bibs, you know, put, you know, ointment on his neck, and it just wasn't clearing up, and I couldn't understand why he keeps having this rash on his neck. My first two children never had this issue, even though they didn't have head control or neck control right away, obviously, right? So um, eventually I said, you know what, it must be this pacifier clip because it's cloth, and I know cloth harbors bacteria. Um, I was like, okay, I need to find another pacifier clip because when he sleeps with his pacifier, that the clip is touching his neck. You know, I mean, there's multiple photos you'll find of my baby when he was younger. It's just glued to that pacifier with the clip. And he needed a clip because if he threw the pacifier down and spit it out, we would have to purchase a new pacifier all over again. So the clip was crucial. Um, I turned to the market. I'm trying to find um, a silicone clip something that's easier to clean. But then as a mother and as a social worker, I'm seeing like the beaded clip and I just get anxiety. Like, okay, if he pops that and someone doesn't see it, you know, he pulls it, it breaks, a bead is missing. That's a choking hazard. I can't get my baby a beaded clip. And it's held together by string, which is also bacteria, right? How are you cleaning the string if you clean those beads? So then um, I decided to create my own 
pacifier clip that resembles the same flexibility as a cloth clip, easy for the baby to hold and control. Um, something bright because, you know, color is really important for babies as they're developing their hand and eye coordination. All of this goes into my thought of the product. And then I create an all-in-one pacifier teaser clip. Um, and from there, you know, we just continue to create. Wow. That, now, now, first of all, I understand that your son inspired this movement to create, but but do you have a history of creating, innovating? Is that just who you are? I would say no. Really? <laughs> I, think, I think that as a mother, we oftentimes find ourselves becoming innovative and not even realizing it, right? Okay. Like it's so you know, something's wrong with their pants leg, we'll find a way to, to, to fix the pants, right? We'll come up with something. And we don't even realize that that one thing we came up with could be a solution for multiple mothers and multiple babies or children. Um, so a lot of times we're innovative, but we don't know how to take it to the next step, or we don't think about taking it to the next step. Um, and honestly, when I first created a brush bib, I didn't originally think to take it to the next step. I figured, okay, I'm good. I created something as a solution that was bothering me, and now I can keep it for myself. But it was actually a girlfriend that came over and was like, what is that? I explained it to her. She was like, you need to, you know, move, like make more of those for people. Like, if you're not the only one most likely going through this issue. And at that time, she was expecting her child. She didn't, she didn't have any other children before then. So I thought about it, and I'm like, hey, I, you know, I started hand-making it out of my dining room table, and people started picking up on it. Once I started explaining the problem and how I came up with a solution, some people didn't even know that was that was a problem, you know? So um, it was really that. It was that part that sparked it to turn it from innovation to um, a business. And, um, yes, I guess as a social worker as well, I've always been solution-focused. So that was always my way of handling my cases is, okay, how can we do this? What can we do to make it better? Um, but other than that, I was never one to invent or create um, anything. Wow. So tell us a little bit about the business itself. How can we mm-hmm. find out more about your business? What other products do you want to tell us about before we uh, before we depart today? Come on, let's get the pitch out there. We need to bring some business in. Yes, so you can actually find us on our website at com. We're all over Facebook. You can Google us. You can Google my name, Bessie Lee Capel. Um, I'm easy to follow through Google. And also, we're, we should be at a shop right near you. We're in over 200 shop rights. In the baby aisle, you can find our pacifier clips and our adjustable bottle brush cleaners. Nice. Well, listen, Bessie Lee Capel. First of all, congratulations on having a child named Jonathan. Uh, I I gotta say that first, but secondly, congratulations on this new and burgeoning business. Uh, I really am excited for you, uh, and we're going to certainly make sure we continue to get the word out uh, and let people know. So listen, if you got newborns out there, if your mother's struggling for some solutions, if you are, if you just want to make life better for your child, Bessie has some things for you. Give them yes. the information one more time. All right www.babybottlebrushbib.com
All right, ma'am, congratulations. Thank you for joining us in the pastor's office. Bessie Lee Capel, come Thank back you. again with some Absolutely. new creations, all right? Yes, thank you. Uh, All right, and we'll be right back after these commercial messages. Hey, Philly's favorite listeners, welcome back to the pastor's office. And, and and I want you to do me a favor and just just repeat after me. As a matter of fact, let's do it like we do in church. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, won't he do it? No, come on, I didn't, you didn't do it like you're a Baptist. Come on, won't he do it? Yeah, no, and then, you know, when I really get into my message, then it's won't he, won't he, won't he do it. Yeah, all of us have seen Rudolph McKissick, but 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 all of us have also heard that award-winning song from Corin Hawthorne. That's right. She's our guest in the pastor's office today. Let me welcome in uh, uh, this this Grammy-nominated, this Billboard-winning, this NAACP Image Award-winning artist, excellent gospel artist, Corin Hawthorne. Welcome into the pastor's office. How are you this afternoon? I am blessed and highly favored. Happy to be here. How are you? You know what? God is still on the throne, so I'm Excellent. As a matter of fact, you know what? I said that to somebody the other day, Corin, and, and they said, I didn't ask how God was doing. I was asking how you were doing. So so I don't know. I might have to modify that answer, but, <laughs> but, but it's good I to like have it. you. Thank you. Thank you. So, so, so listen, first of all, I, I want to thank you for coming into the pastor's office. Your career has been amazing. Most of our listeners probably know you from The Voice uh, and, and, and and your work there and finishing in fourth place. Before we even talk about your single, just tell us a little bit about that experience. You know what? That is going to be an experience that I remember for the rest of my life. I was so young. I was literally 15 when the whole process started. So it was just a life-changing experience for me. So much love from all of the coaches and the production. Shout out to the the voice. I'm forever going to be Team Pharrell. And yeah, it changed my life forever. It definitely gave me a platform. This was the first time the world had ever saw me. And I have fans still to this day who watch me on The Voice. So it's incredible. And and, and it catapulted you uh, into, into the stratosphere when it comes to gospel music. I mean, even when we look at this album, we're going to be talking about this single. Charles Jenkins uh, is, is one of the writers on it. But but even after The Voice, you, you ended up on Mary Mary's show. You ended up, you ended up on my favorite show. I, I wish it would come back. Greenleaf. I mean, I mean, you, 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 you just blew up, sis. You know what? God's plan for real. Like, I just feel like it was the start of it all. And he had it all mapped out after that. And I just followed it. But everything happened really fast for me. Now it feels like it's been such a long journey. But in hindsight, I know that people work so hard, like, you know, to get to some of the things that I've achieved. And I'm just grateful. It's literally the grace of God over my life. Look at God, because you already know that's where we're going with it. But it's that song is a testimony of everything that he has done in my life so far. But yes, Charles, who is incredible, who worked with me on Look at God, he bought the idea my way. He's a really good friend of mine. I met him. Um, he was a, a music producer and supervisor on this movie I did this past year called Praise This. And, you know, he gave me the opportunity to work on this song. And literally, it's been incredible. Look at God is that song. Yeah, crazy career, crazy timeline, crazy life. But 
God is in control. So that's the single we're here to talk about. You know, look at God. That phrase, that terminology is really, uh, it, it, it has become, uh, I, I don't know, a, a signature call for us when we look, when we talk about the blessings that God has bestowed on our life. Uh, when we look at some of the things that have happened, we, we just stop and we say, look at God, right? It couldn't be nobody else but the Lord. Uh, and so you've, you've penned this single, you've recorded this single, it came out this fall. Tell us a little bit about the song. You know what? This song is literally everything that you just talked about. I think it's become um, an important slang within church culture and just believers in general. And that's where the idea came from. You know, when we were in the studio talking, it literally is crazy. We looked over so many experiences that had happened in my life and just how many times God has come through for us. And sometimes we forget to thank him for those things. So this was a a song just honoring all the things that God has been through in our lives and even the situations that he places in that we go through trials, we go through tribulations, but he makes it all work together for our good. And all you can do is look to him and say, look at God. So literally that's what the song is about. Um, We released it. I started posting videos on TikTok. And then even from there, you just begin to see so many millions of videos across Instagram and TikTok of people coming through, sharing their testimony about how God has come through for them. So look at God. It's a movement. And I think that God is using it in this time to show people what he wants to do in their life, not only what he's done, but what he wants to continue to do. So, yes. Come on and testify. So when we download this single, when we purchase this single, what do you want us to walk away feeling after we take our first listen? I think encouraged. I think it's literally just a testament that your faith can stay strong. It's everything that I just said. He wants to do these things in your life, things that you've been praying for, things that you've been hoping for, the situations you're asking him to pull you out of the ways that look like there's no way that's going to be made. God can do that for you. So I just want for people to feel encouraged that God will do exceedingly abundantly more than what you can ask or think and give you the strength to continue to go on and have faith. Now, has the full release come out yet? It has not. The full release of the album, the name of the album is going to be On God. It comes out February the 9th. I'm really, really excited about it. It's available for pre-order right now, so you guys can head to iTunes, um, wherever you get your music, Google Play, Spotify, Tidal, and pre-save the album right now. If you follow me on social media, the link is in my bio. I'm really, really excited about it. And and, and I got a chance to check out the video uh, with the little angels. Tell us a little, tell our listeners a little bit about the video. The video, oh my goodness, really, really (laughs) exciting. I wanted to do something completely different than what people would have typically imagined. I think it probably would have been something like being in a church or, you know, just walking around. So we just tried to kind of reimagine what looking at God can look like. And we talk about the angels watching and protecting us. So I think it was a really cool little spin where we kind of got to see the little children running around like they're guardian angels at the end even i turn into an angel and i'm like a guardian angel and it's just a beautiful visual i think it's really cool because sometimes i look at videos and i'll be like that is not what i expected it to be but you know we got such positive responses back from the video and it was it was an amazing experience super creative i am so pumped 
Corin, I want to thank you for coming in the pastor's office. Listen, Philly's favorite listeners, I need you to do this. I need you to go and download this single. I need you to go and tell your friends and neighbors about this single. We need to spread positive vibes in 2024. And when we think about where the Lord has brought us from, all we really ought to be able to say is, look at God. Yeah, we don't deserve anything we have, but guess what? We got it. And Look at God. So and Cor- look at him. Yes. Look at how he's blessing us and look at how he's making us over. Man, I could I could go into a run right now, Corin. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Pastor. <laughs> Listen, listen, listen. So we want to support you. I want our listeners to go wherever you download your music and get the single. Look at God and then be on the lookout for the full release coming up later this 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 year. Right. Yes. Coming up. February the the 9th is the date. It's right there. We got we got what another week. So you guys, the album is incredible. I'm super excited for you guys to hear the full body of work. But until then, y'all go listen to Look at God, play that thing, let it encourage you. And I will be seeing y'all soon with more. Corinne Hawthorne, thank you for joining us in the pastor's office. And we can't wait to get that full release. Be blessed. Be blessed. Thank you so much. Son.